thanks for joining us again. Slasher Ripper, episode four, Jared. Right in the guts of it. Now we're in the middle. <clears throat> middle section. Pardon the um, pun. Not that anyone has any guts left. No, no, there's plenty <laughs> of um, plenty of it flying around at the moment. All right, straight off the bat. I enjoyed it. Another good episode. Yeah. I got quite a few laughs <laughs> yes. at this week's episode for reasons that you know, I probably shouldn't be laughing at some of it. Well, yeah, but I mean, I how was, could you not? Some of it was hilarious, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. First things first, though, finding some teeth in your meat pie. <laughs> Holy shit, four and twenties in stripes if I find yeah, a fucking yeah. <laughs> tooth in here, mate. It is straight steak kidney. Yeah. Oh, I, I, uh, well, Jesus it was fucking kidney, Christ. I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, that was a bad choice of fucking pies. Yeah, maybe pepper steak or something. Oh, uh, because like we open up with these guys gorging on some pies. Yeah. So this is well, this is I mean, most of them are just politely nibbling. <laughs> <laughs> there is one particular person who is could be described as gorgy. <laughs> it's the whole crew that were in the photo, yes? Yes. Okay, so it's Garvey, it's it's the chief of police, it's... The surgeon. The surgeon. Salome. Salome. Um, and he's, one of the Botticelli sisters. He is, yeah, yes, one of the sisters. And he isn't... What was the guy's name who runs the brothel with Salome? Was he there? No, he wasn't there. All right, so we had the crew. We had the crew. <laughs> They're eating some pies, and the fucking chief is basically... The superintendent, whatever his name is. So I can't even remember his name. I remember, yeah, the superintendent is just... He's he absolutely jamming it down. He's scoffing that down. Swilling wine. Clearly he hasn't had a meal in a while. And he's talking while he's well, eating it. too. That's what I like. He's chirping the whole time about how good the pies are. <laughs> <laughs> He comes across a couple of gold teeth and proceeds to vomit on his shoes. <laughs> but the way he does it, so like I, if it was me, I'd probably be kind of, you know, reaching in to grab it. But he kind of pokes, his, he sticks his tongue out with <laughs> a tooth. <laughs> and that's a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes. Burr. But I mean, again, we're presuming he's still as high as a kite at this point. But he's, uh, yeah, what? You should have just eaten it. <laughs> yeah, well, but he's, he's like, everyone else's dialogue is kind of pushing around what's going on. And he has a couple of lines of that, but then he starts going on about, oh, it's, it's, it's a little bit gamey, you know, a little bit more gamey. <laughs> yeah, he starts sort of critiquing the boy. <laughs> yeah, before, as you said, he finds a couple of teeth and then, we get the credits and then we go <laughs> <laughs> you know what though you know what remember in the, the it was the second episode the surgeon told him that cocaine was totally harmless yeah, yeah I yeah. think this around this time is when they decided it wasn't <laughs> correct yeah so. and they saw him in full cry and they were like oh shit it's not yeah. it's not harmless at all <laughs> I mean, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop laughing. It was everything he was doing in that scene. As I said, it was before we'd even found out about the teeth in there. He's fucking reaching over over people to grab the wine and fucking just carrying on. Oh, his, this was him in full cry. This full was his cry. best episode, no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. And, and look, we do actually get a little bit more sort of character development about him. Yeah, down the stretch. Um, down the stretch. Which I, which I, thought, like. was go- I thought was good. Yep. Unfortunately, it falls into a bit of a trap that that flesh and blood fell into as well, and I'll get to that yeah. later on. But yeah, 
We then find a fucking human spine at the butchers. Oh, mate. Uh, that guy, bring in the health people. I was going to say, I mean, even before, like... Even before I found out that he was accidentally serving human flesh, I was not buying from the butcher. No, I was no. not eating from He there. looked dicey. I mean, I dread to think what the fuck ended up in the fucking sausages. <laughs> <laughs> the good shit was... The hooves and assholes. <laughs> literal hooves and assholes. Exactly. Um, okay, meat's, meat's expensive. Like, getting animals is expensive and killing them is difficult. So you ground up a fucking human, <laughs> did you? Yeah. Thanks, Yorkie. <laughs> Keeping us all in, in yeah. meat at the moment. Yeah. Do you want to go out of business? Because <laughs> you're fucking making the right moves in my but book. Again, the chief in there, the superintendent in there comes up with something. I couldn't remember what it was, but he, he talks about it. He's, you well, know, he brushes his off. <laughs> well, he talks about something or other. Oh, yeah, it's called human meat or whatever. And he kind of says, which I don't mind saying, uh, I don't see myself or something like that. It seemed like he was... I don't know whether I missed the line or what was he, he was actually saying. Was he just disregarding this? <laughs> it seemed like he'd kind of just sarcastically taken a piss out of himself for a moment, but possibly also, you know, the truest things are said in jest. I think you've admitted that he enjoyed the pie, regardless. <laughs> Yeah. If he hadn't run across a molar, he would have fucking nailed the rest of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Holy shit. That's what I love about this guy. He's oh, just, just a loose, loose cannon. Like yeah, yeah. You know what? There has not been a character as loose as this guy no. in anything. Right? And that's, I think he's he's quickly nudged his way up to possibly my second favourite character in the entire series. <laughs> so possibly still behind Cronenberg. <laughs> he might even be in front of Cronenberg. If Cronenberg had been on coke like this guy, oh, oh, yeah, he would have been great. But um, but yeah, I love it. again. He's he's making he seems to be making sly gags, but then as soon as they find the spine, he fucking grabs your. Where's the fucking rest? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and by the way, put a couple of sausage rolls in a bag for me. <laughs> yeah. he's that make kind sure, of, he's that kind make of sure they're the same batch. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tell anyone. <laughs> That's right. He's that type of guy. You find a human spy at the butcher shop, but he still wants to pick up a pile of chips. Yeah. You know? They should have, again, they should have had, you know, when he picks up the spine, you see the chief in the background licking his fingers. <laughs> going, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. So, who was that from? <laughs> uh, what did you happen to put that in? Was that in the fucking Kranskys or what? Because <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, give me a cup <laughs> <laughs> the chief's in later, the, the, the superintendent or whatever he is, or lieutenant or whatever he is, he he has trouble injecting... <laughs> is he injecting the cocaine? Yeah, yeah. Into his yeah. arm? Yeah. And then after being told he needs to put it somewhere else, doesn't he? His reply is, fuck your mother and the demon cocked you. Right, right. on, he was, he was alone <laughs> and he couldn't get it into his arm, so he said, fuck my mother oh, and the demon cocked you. Right, you know? <laughs> and then proceeds to just, just like jam it down his throat. <laughs> Just magic. Oh, Absolutely. I forgot that he was alone. I thought he told someone else. Oh, shit. Talk about zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. At this stage, he's... This guy's he redlining 90% of the time. Exactly. At this stage, he's... 
I mean, it could be chari- charitably described as erratic in his behaviour. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking going back and forth. Oh, but he's yeah. also doing things like, in the middle of scoffing down a pie, he makes mention it. <laughs> oh, we've got to do Rondo by the book. And then fucking 20 minutes later, he's fucking torturing the man. Like, by the book. Yeah. <laughs> what book? book are we talking about? <laughs> I'm really starting to get on board the fucking Garvey train as well. Because even in that scene at the start where he's eating the pie, he's, he's supposed to come across as sophisticated, but he's also a fucking ball bag just like the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's always... <laughs> He's always he's always brushing someone off. He's always looking down on someone. <laughs> the superintendent, you know, sit next to him and go, what do we do now? And he kind of just goes, well, pull yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> easier said than done, what Yeah, at this point. Holy shit. At this point, it's easier said than done. You know, he's trying to fucking get himself under control. He's trying to do, do still raging about demon cocks and things like that. <laughs> I can't believe he's talking to his own mother. I'm talking about someone else's. Jesus Christ. It takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah, yeah. But Garvey, as you mentioned, pointed out before, I'll, I'll let you kind of talk about where, where, what he gets to, but he's... Form chatting to Rondo in the jail oh, is also excellent. Because he fucking swaggers on him and he immediately looks at him and goes, shouldn't you be able to wiggle out of those ropes all the while pulling a rabbit out of your ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. yep. And he's got that fucking smug look on his face like... <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. basically, come on, yeah. <laughs> what you dickhead! Like he is delivering quite the performance. Oh, it's fucking. And as like, like he also has a he also had a line earlier that was making me laugh. Not as much as that one, but I think it was actually right on the tail of telling the chief to pull. He's like, he says, pull <laughs> yourself together. It's it's fucking George Pickard Rob Doe. Basically, again, just shitting all over somebody's body of work. And <laughs> Oh, oh, it's just brilliant. And, and the way it's acted, too, he's just got this fucking smarminess about him like, yeah, constantly. Yeah. And I think that, again, we talked about this before, it's a fucking masterstroke of, of, um, of casting. Yeah. Because he's always played this likeable, I wouldn't say sort of like second fiddle, but very much, you know, the straighter man. Yeah. And this, he's just fucking, he's right off. He's right off the off yeah. the cuff, and it's really, really good. But as, you know, you mentioned he's got his moments to be charming, and you see that, him playing that very well. He's got his moments to be a little bit scarier, and yeah, I think it's all holding together really nicely. Yeah, very moment. nicely. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the, the superintendent was up to with his torturous ways. No, but as you mentioned... The episode was clearly him at the fucking pits of his fucking spiral. <laughs> and that sort of played into more about him. So yes. the episode was basically very superintendent-centric because it was very much about him, his involvement in the the party. His well, taste for human flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his Jeffrey Dahmer like Yeah. Thing. Yeah, but the uh you mentioned it earlier, the the, the flashbacks I actually really liked them this episode, because again, they're just shedding a little bit of light on each person's relationship. And I didn't expect where this one went. No, no, I didn't either, because I actually didn't expect him to be the one that was kind of like the Well, 
it's difficult to say because he was not really a knight in shining armor. He but was he trying, trying to trying be. To in be. his mind, he was doing that. But then she fucking pulls him up and says, "Yeah, whatever." You so know, what? Like, so you you just get to sleep with him whenever you want. Yeah, and he's like, he doesn't say anything, but it's clear yeah. that that was the intent. So it kind of shows his interaction that. I, Frankly, I wasn't expecting. It was pretty code too. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty code. Like hell. So um, I mean, he didn't but know yeah, what a good she, guy. How was she? Throws it back on him, and he's fucking spiteful about it. Yeah, yeah. The in way the he walks end. back in, and she's obviously being tortured or and and overreaction. Yeah. Let's just say, just a slight overreaction there. <laughs> Mrs. Okay. Superintendent. <laughs> Look, wh- why don't we date for a bit? She's not I mean, interested. Fuck. She's not interested. You don't have to fucking just. Allow her to be killed. That's well, that's sad, pretty clear. Sad to say, you can uh, you could probably find a few dick brains who would act in a similar fashion around these days. But yeah, yeah, you you would hope that that's not the uh, that's not the end result. Not the common common Correct. reaction. It showed a little twist from him, but also showed a little twist from her, because what we'd seen earlier. Was her kind of painted, painted her as as this kind of not necessarily innocent, but almost with an edge of. Wanting to find a place on the social ladder. Yes. So when he kind of threw that out there, I was kind of expecting, oh, right, okay, is she going to accept it? Yeah, yeah. To sort of start a climb. It it, it has nothing to do with wanting to more than getting in with the group. Yeah. Getting in with the high rollers. Yes. So the the superintendent would be the... Would be a, a sort of a step into that world. Yes, I mean, once he got fucking in the grips of his coke addiction, you do whatever you want. She could easily divorce him. Said, uh, you know, uh, irre- irreconcilable differences." <laughs> to which he says, "Fuck you!" And the demon cop "Fuck my mother." That's what he says. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, I actually thought when she when he actually asked that that's what was going to happen. She was yeah. going to say yes, and it was a way of kind of her sort of just sliding into that group. Yeah. But then she turns it on him and basically says, well, no. Mm. Um, his reaction is, yes, over the top. But I also like the fact that it just feeds back into what happened. N- nobody is innocent in this group. We've already had the, the Garvey's right-hand man try and indicate, well, I was there, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. Although, what are we doing hypnotising people and making them fucking... Act like chickens for for fucking kicks. <laughs> well, that's what this group are I up mean, to. It's one step away from throwing dwarfs around. I mean, the chief was only upset because it was holding up the fucking pie service. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It. Where's the fucking meal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, the I can meals stop are, this shit. They knocked this shit off. And see, that was the other part about that that I found interesting. The way he kind of he kind of stops that and sort of says, "You're all bloody," you know. You're all a disgrace and everything, and takes her out. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting this idea that he might have been a sort of a guilt by association type. Yes, but, but then he goes ahead he and turns him into an asshole right in it. Yeah, again, a good little twist. Yeah, I quite like that. What else you got? Well, the kill. The scene of the kill was pretty nasty. Yeah. Something a little bit different, like riding him along behind the fucking horse carriage. Oof. Nasty. Oh, yeah. Very nasty. Yeah. But I also like the way that they kind of intercut him almost kind of asking for forgiveness in a way, but again, fucking 10 seconds after raging about the, <laughs> the young detective trying to take his place and kind of just walking down the street just yelling out, 
Fucking bastard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Great bloke. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I thought I thought that was all pretty strong. Agreed. Agreed. I kind of miss the bloke. I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. But that's where one of my dislikes kind of comes in. Is that we got so we got some information about him and then we killed him. Yeah, it seems like the, uh, as we said, it kind of happened last season as well. As soon as you started to get someone perhaps more prominently involved in an episode than they'd previously been, you could almost count on them being knocked, being knocked off. Being knocked off. Which I don't, I'm not sure if I like, like that, that approach because we want to keep, he's a suspect, isn't he? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. he's erratic. For Christ's sake, Look, the crime scenes would be all sorts of wrong if he was doing it. Yeah, I like it from the, the sense that they're trying to kill one an episode. Yeah, I, I'm with which that. Is I'm something, with that. You know, this, which is something that I feel is working. This you need that. You need well. that because you need some gore um, in there. Every, every but, yeah, perhaps I, I would like a little more variation in the, when we hit the flashbacks and stuff, not all being centred around one person that we kind of yeah. can can pick. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe that was just, you know, they're getting, getting some, some stuff out this episode. To set us up for some, some surprises down the track. I mean, outside of that, this was quite honestly probably my favourite episode of the season. Oh, yeah. It kind of balanced humour with, with you know, pushing the story further forward. Yeah. Which, and it's not necessarily something that they've done in, in massive amounts, the humour. I mean, I think we find a lot of this stuff quite quite funny, but it seemed this episode, it did seem there was a few intentional... Yeah, they kind of really upped the ante a little bit, yeah. um, which I was comfortable with, though, because yeah, I thought it absolutely. played well. Yeah, and that's because we've got the characters to a point where we kind of know them a bit better, and and that kind of works in in the sense of getting to know them more. Yeah, suspects, not really much in the way of it. No, because I had the chief pinged for a bit there. <laughs> I was like, so this guy's been spurned by her. Maybe he's gone off his rocker. He's high on coke. Mm. You know, <laughs> he's lost the plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then five seconds later, he's dead, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Are you going kind of the reefer madness sort of yeah, angle, but with I, cocaine? I was, I was going, <laughs> cocaine? Well, when the first murder happened, he hadn't been on the coke. No. <laughs> so surely I was mistaken then. Yeah. But, yeah, there wasn't a lot in the way of adding any suspects to anything. No. So, look, I mean, we've spoken I don't before. know who to, who to look at. We've spoken before. Old mate, the preacher's son, has the clearest motive. Oh, yeah, but he's, to he's, me, he's been MIA. To me, it episodes. seems too clear, as in red herring clear. Mm. The only thing he was doing was was chatting to the widow, forgotten his name, but the, the guy that killed in the first episode. Yeah. Um, That's right, he talked to her briefly, but he's not, he's, he's, he's very much MIA. Which, and they, he was Jared, which could actually, that, but could actually put him right in the frame now. Yeah, I'm leaning to the camp of he's he's too clear. Like, the motivation is way too clear. Just just retribution with, yeah. with Garvey. Side note, I did go back to the first episode and confirm that it did it was actually body, appear yeah. to be the same actress that yep. was Margaret Maha. So I'm... Just, <laughs> unless she's got a twin, I can't see that one playing out. Yeah. Interesting note... Well, a couple of interesting notes. So my my sights were squarely on the on the surgeon, the doctor. She seems to be at. The she p- was in the mix. I didn't realise she was at the party. Well, she was in the party. Yes, and I had a close look at that scene. I was I was checking. No, the scene. she was definitely at the the, at the pie eating. But was she in the photo? She was at. 
Well, she was at the party where they were making the actual oh, chicken. Oh, chicken. So, mm. okay. she's in the mix. I, as I said, I had a close look. Everyone at the table appeared to be eating that pie. So yeah. I didn't see anyone kind of try to just pull back. <laughs> so either that or they... Throwing spoonfuls past the side of their mouth. But, you know, according to the Chiefs, they were delicious, so you could probably eat it if you were kind of trying to come back. You know back. what? That would have been his second pie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's, already eaten, he's already eaten a couple of wisdom teeth. He doesn't even yeah, fucking know Yeah, he doesn't it. even know. And then fucking poor old Gladys then coughs it about, what's in the pies? <laughs> I mean, Garvey's asking because he's disgusted. The Chiefs asking because <laughs> yeah, I need where, the recipe. Yeah. I need it. Where can I get more? Did you say human flesh? Right on. Oh, okay. I think the interactions between Salome and Crenshaw were interesting this week. You feel like that's throwing you something? Well, because it's now very clear that he... that she's doing things in the... the pleasure house, I guess you could call it, that he doesn't know about. Yeah. I found it interesting that they had that whole thing about the photos which fit into the sister's storyline, but also gave them the opportunity for him to say, I'll kick you back out on the street. But I also noted that she was at the party that night, again in the scene with him, with the, the chicken business, and he wasn't. Right. So I'm still coming around to that he wasn't involved on the night. Crenshaw, you say? Yes. That <clears throat> yeah. is his name, isn't it? Yes. I think he could be right there. He's so that's... kind of been a, a side player. Yeah. But does that, once again, showcase that he might be the killer? Possibly. Because he's yeah. not front and centre. He's his side. Yep. And usually that's what they aim for. So I'll give you this. If it is someone in the guilty group... group I've I've still got my eyes on the on the surgeon. surgeon just because there's a couple of times when they get a camera angle of her and she's pulling these faces or there's a couple of things you know they made a point of the detective saying you know when she started talking about how it went down with Eddie yeah she says it'd have to be someone with a knowledge of physiology or whatever and he Plus, goes, like you yeah and she said yes but I'm but not I'm but I'm not left-handed but le- um, the left-handed thing is a I reckon. Because we've pointed the left hand out several times. Yes, I think it's a it's a it's smoke and mirrors. The left hand, a little bit of smoke and mirrors. It it's was not a left hand. It was the left hand that they cut off the head with in the in that particular episode. Yeah, but or oh, it's ambidextrous. Well, someone is ambidextrous. Here's my most out there, and I don't think this is on. someone's got two left hands. <laughs> <laughs> someone's foot <laughs> using their feet it was my left foot. Yeah, yeah. It's Daniel's yeah, yeah. has got it. <laughs> <laughs> The only person we've confirmed is left-handed is Rondo. Rondo, but also the guy who you said picked up a pile. He's not like he was eating. That's hearsay. I mean, I didn't see him performing surgery. I didn't see him performing surgery. All I'm saying was that was shot to very clearly show us. Because he picked it up and then they kind of had a shot of his face and him going, hmm, hmm, letting it run through his hands. Dirt in my left hand. Did you notice that? Yeah, true, true. But other than that, the Rondo's only person the only one confirmed is Rondo. We have seen Rondo doing a bit of black magic work. Are they possibly still going with this whole possession angle, but it's Rondo running the show? Fuck. I, look, I'm not... I don't feel that's right. I don't either. No, and I, I'd be disappointed. But if the only reason I'm right. saying it is... 
Well, they've been pretty big on the supernatural. They, the showed, him, they showed him with some white face paint, some babbling and things like <laughs> oh, that. Right, that's <laughs> the shit, right. He's the only one that's been confirmed as left-handed. He also seems to know who's involved. He was there on the night, but he also says in the prison cell, the widow's coming for you and you to, to Garvey and the superintendent. Yeah. So it seems like perhaps he knows what went on later that night. But there was also a couple of little mix, a couple of little mentions of they talked about his assistant. Yeah, they said he gives the orders, she carries them out, and a couple of little things that kind of said like that, like he's running some sort of show there. That's look, that's out there. I don't think that's he's what it is. But they keep awesome. coming back to just this little bit of, you know, he was trying to give the widow some kind of blue concoction. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's fucking 18th century John Edwards tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. They painted him out as this, and then, you know, Garvey's, you know, throwing throwing the insults out about that. But then we've seen a couple of times the possession that he appears been... to have more up his sleeves than that. Again, yeah. Pardon the pun. Because <laughs> he, he, seems... he, he, you know, he, he appeared and reappeared behind that bloke, you know, like yeah, he disappeared yeah. out of sight. He was um, doing what, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I looked at that and I said black magic. Yeah, I mean, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you've definitely killed a chicken and bathed <laughs> yeah, in its blood before exactly, you've done that. Exactly. And then you put it in one of the chief's pies and he didn't know, it was none the wiser. <laughs> no, 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 no. He scoffed no, down the no, bank no, at all. You, you, put, you put proper chicken tit in there and he fucking throws it against the wall and says, get me a human heart and put it in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, okay, so suspects were a bit thin on the ground for me because the episode didn't really delve that deeply into that type of stuff for me. Like, I couldn't find a lot uh, apart from the, the chief who there was murdered. <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, this fucking ball bag's not involved. So you were running a, a an operation like he was. You oh, see someone, someone appears in front of you with a scared minutes <laughs> <laughs> you say... <laughs> come, to, come on down the station. We've yeah. got our man. Get down the station and fuck your mother as well. <laughs> and the team is gone. You're right on as well. <laughs> yep. yep. And now, the interesting angles. Okay. We are slowly like a like an onion. We're peeling back the layers of this party from 12 years ago. And clearly, something quite awful's gone down with her in a torturous sort of way by the look of what they sort of showed with yep. the lieutenant or the superintendent. Mm. We have the angle of the superintendent sort of wanting to whisk her away from it or whatever. Yeah. But then we also had that stuff a couple of episodes ago where she's doing a deal with Garvey or trying to do a deal with Garvey on the Which side. Which seemed to come, well, I don't know. So where's that gone? Yeah, yeah. Where's all that going to go? Because it's clear that they're not going to, she's, she's going to die. Right, or she's going yeah, to get yeah. hurt. Yep. Uh, and they're going to be involved now. Not necessarily that shit that they killed her and dumped her body out there, mm. but but I reckon there's some kind of oh, clearly there's some kind of incident. Or well, something I think they all know. I think they all knew what was going on. It seemed like they were basically feeding it to the fucking wolves because they're all scumbags. Yeah, yeah. So that's the key to all this. The was party. there was there an element of um, <clears throat> the other pimp, the one that's already been killed, selling her? Basically, to the guy that that was killing, or had the reputation for killing, yeah, in the first episode. Yeah, I think so. So the one thing for me talking about things that are going to keep come back, I can't understand why the widow, why his widow is still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Just in just a couple of scenes, 
they, 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 they keep bringing her she out. She is a widow, and they're calling the, the killer the widow. But I mean, I'm I don't know why she is still around. She has no purpose. She serves no. Well, as far as I can tell, apart from her being the killer, because Just, there is nothing else for her to do. I oh, know she has about, that weird dream about her husband. Yeah, she had the weird dream, and they talked to her about, "Oh, we've found your husband's killer," and and it wasn't him. <laughs> but but that's when she's talking to the preacher's son about vengeance and all this yeah. sort of stuff, which again just seems too clear. I mean, the preacher's son is a red herring if I ever saw it. <laughs> like honestly, we we cannot possibly consider him the killer. He's got a dirty left hand. He's, he does. Like, and look, he's, he's clearly when he picks up piles of dirt, it's left-handed. <laughs> it's left-handed. Which says to me, ha, <laughs> I'm on to you. Yeah. But I just feel like it's too... Like, I'm like you. It's too easy. Yeah. He is too easy. There's a direct line there. And, he, I feel and like he's barely he's, even in the show. Like, he's, he's seen yeah. in a, a handful of scenes. But to me, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I still feel like it's going to be one of those guys on the periphery rather than someone in the group. Because they're all showing up that they've done something pretty pretty nasty. They were all involved in some way so far. So Obviously, what's the yeah, connection? Yeah, there's more to come. There's more to come. Okay. I don't know. My if detective what... work consists of fucking people scrubbing around in the dirt. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's all you've got <laughs> currently. And yet I've got fucking less. <laughs> Yeah, you missed that he picked up the dirt. <laughs> I, I didn't even realise. I, I thought maybe he used his fucking third hand. <laughs> but you know, this is no, this is the thing for me. If it's a peripheral character, then it's going to be harder to sh- cop. Yeah, because it's kind of be like, well, fuck. Well, the only peripherals. How are we going to work that yeah, out? The only peripherals. Uh, the preacher's said, son. The preacher's son, which seems too clear. The Crenshaw. widow, who if if it is her, I feel like is going to be tied to that possession-y kind of thing with Rondo And then something. Crenshaw. And then we've got Crenshaw, who's still still in the mix. Uh, there's, you know, still obviously some stuff. Of those three, there. he's the best, most likely one. Mm. And the assistant. I didn't even think about her. That's a good one. She's, she's, should we arrest her now? Oh, yes, we should. Indeed. Let's, quickly, let's go. I'll have a quick, you can go, and then let's go fucking arrest her. <laughs> but if it's someone within the group, because they were forced into doing it, and they've, you know, they, they're exacting vengeance now for whatever reason, mm. what's the reason behind it? Like, And I, feel, I always feel like that. That would be hard to sell. Yeah. 12 years later, you start exacting vengeance. Within the group, I feel like it's not Garvey. No. Because he seems like the ultimate target. I feel like it's not the Botticelli sisters because they got this whole other angle going on with the younger sister. What the fuck's going on there? I don't know. Smutty pictures this week. I know. <laughs> We're making smutty pictures for no fucking reason. I mean, again, what would their, what would be their motive? Like, the, the young sister could potentially be the killer. Yeah. We don't know much about where she's from. Wrap it up as tight as a bow. I've just nailed it. I've nailed it. Can I say I don't think it's going to be Salome? No. No. Because they're portraying that character as very shifty, but also from an angle of the people that make this show are very in tune with the LGBTQ (laughs) stuff. They have demonstrated 
very clearly that they know how to treat these characters with respect and whatnot. And we have a history of, you know, there, there's been some, you know, stuff about how in the past 30-odd years transgender people haven't always been represented well in this sort of stuff, yeah. i.e. Buffalo Bill, yeah. you know, the cross-dresses, the killer and that sort of thing. So I think they have more sense than to just say, yeah, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. we're going to put that one as... We, we, we're going to put Salome as the killer in this Yeah, Sal- Salome's because a, I think they're... Salome's a red herring. Because possibly. everything she does is shifty, so yes. we can never at any point look at her at her character at this point in time and go, oh well, you know, there's different shades. There's, there seems to be a very very straight line of being kind of a bit underhanded yeah. and being a bit sort of. So coming back around to it in the group that leaves me with the surgeon. Are you still going <laughs> to stick there, are you? <laughs> well, I've got nothing else, so I've got to pick and stick. That's right, I'm Beryl. Like, That's I'm right, like superintendent. <laughs> I've got nothing to go on, but, you know, I'm hanging outside her house saying, I've got my eyes on you and all this kind of shit. <laughs> she says, this is harassment, and I say, oh, well, fuck. Harassment? <laughs> Give me another vial. <laughs> I'm running out. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of suspects. Yeah. But no one's really jumping out at me. Yeah. I think nothing's it's... really sort of saying, has solidified, which is a pretty good effort. In f- as far as keeping it, keeping us hooked. Yeah. Because as you said, first season, you knew who did it in the first 10 minutes. Yes, I stumbled on that one. Which can throw things off, like it can just, it can ruin your enjoyment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy with the way they've handled it so far. Yep. All right, I'm looking forward to episode five. Now we're getting right. We're right the come- well, we've just left. crested. Now we're coming down. Is so this is the rising action. Rising <laughs> action has happened. Now we're going to get to the end. So I appreciate the fact that it's the quality's been pretty high across yes. the four episodes. Some of the set work needs. <laughs> Some of the cobblestone streets look uh, decidedly made out of fucking polystyrene. Right? <laughs> but other than that, I think it's held up pretty well. Yeah, very much so. All right. That was episode four. Uh, keep an eye on the Facebook page episode 5 will pop next week but until then take it easy everyone we'll catch you later cheers find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes don't forget to rate and review like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me all one word all lowercase at iinet.net.au